Hello and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a double episode of Archer. This is episodes three and four of season one. The first one, Diversity Hire, was written by Adam Reed and premiered January 21st of 2010. And I gave this one a 9.7 out of 10. I did like the next episode just a bit more but they were both hysterical. The back and forth of the witty one-liners just had me in stitches. Let's get into diversity higher. I don't know what item six was, but it's being threatened with a lock. I'm guessing that's the refrigerator. Item seven is one of their agents, Ruiz, has been killed last night when his cover was blown because Archer's dumbass called him in the middle of an op. An idiot is attempting to reach you on your cellular device. Pam said, my little burrito. This is also what happened to Agent Pac and Mugambe because Archer clearly calls at the most inappropriate time. I don't even know why they don't have their phone on silent. So now they need a new diversity hire for a tax break. When Cyril says that they are very diverse, Lana's like, Yoki is the only black person in the room or person of color for that matter. Archer says she's black-ish. She said, ish? He's like, well, what is the word for it, Lana? You freaked out when I said quadroon. Really, nigga? She's like, imagine that motherfucker. Quadroon is a person who is one quarter black by descent or one biracial parent. She has two black parents. Stop claiming to be Native American when you're not, especially if you're full on Caucasian. But seriously, me and my mom argued about scientific evidence because she was like, no, we got Native American ancestry. I says, it's nowhere in this fucking DNA sequence I'm looking at from Ancestry.com. There's no Native... It says I came from... My descendants came from Africa. And then they came and apparently somewhere they was also (laughs) screwing some Irish people. I don't know. Okay, I just know that I didn't see Native American anywhere. Now, granted that someone did make a point to me, like, oh, well, maybe they don't have a lot of Native American DNA to even compare in their database because that's not something they probably would do. And I'm like, you know what? That's a fair point. However, however, I know for a fucking fact we ain't got no Native American blood. It's a whole other argument. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. Let's keep going. Because we're going to be introduced to Conway Stern, Jewish black man, and Mallory's current walk-in thirst machine is the new ISIS agent. She gives him a tour and introduces her employees as drones, but he calls them the unsung heroes of ISIS. Knowing Cyril and Pam's actual names, but not Cheryl or Carol or whoever she wants to be on any given day. But she forgot it too, looking at him, so it's all good. Fuck me, 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 oh my god, okay. Despite the fact that he was a villain, Conway was the nicest person to Cyril. (laughs) And didn't even have to be, for no reason, other than, you know, you seem like you need a friend. Mallory Trash already displaying an empty office for him to desire it in an effort that he would put it on her. 
He's got competition though, as Cyril and Pam both want that office as well. Cyril says Pam's job's not that important because he can go on the internet and look up the holiday calendar online <laughs> for the next thousand years. <laughs> Carol, you are so stupid. Talking about, I'm not even using this computer, but think she's surrounded by idiots. This is the locker room, she tells Conway, Mallory that is. He said the lockers were a dead giveaway. She really tossed her dusty pussy in his direction like he craves chalk and the smell of a senior citizen community. Conway is met with Archer, also in a towel, naked, with a gun, overly concerned about his mother's twat business. They end up with their penises touching and agree to back off since this is kind of gay. Only for Archer to get distracted by his dick. Holy I loved his response. What, you see something you like? <laughs> That's, that sounded... I need to find out who Conway Stern is played by. Hold on. I'm going to do some Googling while we're at it. Um, from Archer. Because I feel as if he is a black man. And I'd be really surprised if he's played by... Voiced by Kobe Bell. Is he Caucasian? No, he is not. He is... um. Wait is he he feels like someone i know he feels uh i can't someone told me of a term black asian (laughs) blasian that's the that's the word blasian he looks blasian but i could be wrong but yeah that was very well he plays a a football player on bet so he gotta have something some blasian some black up in him i'm just saying that the way in which he said that line (laughs) felt so authentically from the culture so he calls his gun so prissy it came with a purse brett deciding now was a good time to run his mouth and say that little thing and get shot again both cyril and pam plead their case to mallory about getting that office but she just wants to give it to conway and we're not talking about just the office Conway has taken two of Lana's missions and completed them with a phone call and a bomb. And she's not happy about that, seeing as she's the number one agent. Archer, she probably dials it in because Archer is so bad that she can only have to give 25% and it would be better than anyone else because there is no one else. Archer tries to file an HR complaint against Conway, but runs from a very valid one made by Brent. This child, Carol, then changed her name to Crystal because that's what hot black guys drink and she wants to be his next order. She hands Cyril some prawns with a message that Conway's secret Santa wants to come early. And when she says come early, she means come early. Or whomever brings Jewish people their Christmas presents. I'm like, bitch, no one. All you had to do was a quick internet search and find that out. They celebrate Hanukkah, not Christmas what are you doing <laughs> none of your business scene <laughs> i just love that because i used to say that so much now i'm gonna go right back into my old habits it's been a while <laughs> every time someone would ask me that i'd be like none of your business 
Lana and Archer bond over their mutual distrust of Conway, though for different reasons. He's not circumcised. She said, glossing over how you know that. The situation devolves, though, because he simply is looking for any whiff that Lana is still hung up on him and will insist it just to piss her off. Archer comes out and says, what smells like fish? Just my sensual, womanly smell. Gross you nasty at least she realized no that was not in any way an attractive um thing to say apparently though conway is into it and by into it i mean the hit it quit it in a dirty ass room type of sex and then walk away i only caught you in its many men that would pass up on dirty ass white girls i mean just saying (laughs) and then wonder why crazy follows them after when they'd realize and start thinking with their head instead of the actual one between their legs she said oh my god i hope i'm pregnant and there you go all of my (laughs) criticism validated Archer vomits on Pam's floor on purpose because you are a bitch because that's how he feels every time anyone mentions his mom and Conway having sex Lana inquires about where exactly Conway came from talking to Mallory who is very protective in lust and thinks that Lana's just jealous that she has minority competition what she said about Jay Edna though is absolutely true that was a very hypocritical fuck who publicly um persecuted everything that he was except black because he hated that too and communism um mlk got some skeletons in his closet too i guess we gotta wait until 2027 or some shit for the tapes to come out and have y'all heard about this that he may have been in the room during a rape i was like the fuck now of course i'm not too surprised about the the affairs i mean (laughs) i'm never surprised about the affairs but uh that was pretty shocking it's just an accusation in some paperwork but there actually is audio of these events as well but it doesn't um go for release because you know they certain documents are only available to the public after a certain period of time so we have to wait before we would pass that judgment that's just something interesting i learned recently that's why you gotta uh, always be in the history books man because nobody will tell them like everybody got a different story <laughs> and sometimes somebody got a little bit of that side somebody got a little bit of that side you know but the truth will eventually sometimes hopefully more often than not come on out uh mallory unfairly suspends lana and cyril don't know the first clue or the first rule 
of comforting a black woman and gets cold cock talking about oh why you being why you being hateful right now when she called him something (laughs) i don't even know what she called him it doesn't even matter she's venting to you and you're gonna tell her she wrong he then goes to the man for comfort because you are a bitch pam be getting her digs in she's like bird bones (laughs) like what are you doing Christelle is searching for a pregnancy test online, meaning she wants to take it online. Pam said, it's not my job to save you from yourself and walks away. Conway calling meetings now, which Mallory is totally okay with. Proposed admissions as well that Mallory is totally okay with. Can't get past her peaky blinders for some black dick and sends her son as bait with an absolute stranger to her condo she kept secret from said son and likely funded through embezzlement just what miami needs more cubans <laughs> she's so fucking racist <laughs> archer is not happy they spent a weekend together in her condo he didn't know nothing about where he led her all the way on to the point of stupidity because she was stupid and fell for it and i feel like it should have been rubbed in her face a lot more lana poses as a flight attendant to warn conway is up to something to archer but archer is only focused on his wish that she is considering him once again and his insecurity regarding being the only man in his mother's life he wants to kill him and thus lana doesn't care why but warns that he is probably dangerous archer considers mother so damn selfish and she's proven it by taking the office for herself to avoid the glare in april archer is barely about being the mission or being about this mission i should say because he's like what what are we talking about don't even bother checking your bank account like no money in there (laughs) but conway is the sniper and kills everyone which gives archer a man crush until he is literally stabbed in the back with a knife even at death's door archer just wants to know if he banged his mama he's like wait a minute that's what you want to know not how i infiltrated isis not you know who's flying this helicopter who do i work for if i had sex with your mom no i did not it's disgusting lana comes in with a harpoon (laughs) to get the briefcase plans that he had handcuffed to his hand and he planned to sell it to the chinese but she ripped his hand off in the process so there that's what he gets everybody's talking about how strong her fucking hands are (laughs) he does come up with some good one-liners and i love that she told archer why don't you go crawl over there and blow him Mallory at least gives her a bonus and walks her through how to stop a knife wound from bleeding by throwing some saran wrap on it and tossing some lemons in it. Uh, She also lets her get the condo for the weekend. So win-win all for her. Carol literally walked in her office with a detergent stick talking about how she's pregnant. And these the bitches you run from and not have sex with let's move to episode four killing utney which is also written by adam reed 
premiere January 28th of 2010, and I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. So this all starts because Mallory wants to get a contract away from Odin. This is the first time we're hearing about Odin, which is a rival spy agency that is much more sophisticated, one shall say, and isn't in the bottom of a laundromat or at the top of a laundromat. <laughs> um, so she really wants that damn contract and plans to court Utney and throw a party for him. But no one is, Archer is to show up and he is not to bring any dates um, because his whores use her medicine cabinet like a Pez dispenser. And I'm like, ain't that the, wait, there's something about a kettle and it being black. That's all I got. Archer knows that she's hatching a scheme to make Isis out to be heroes, except her bag man also works for her Russian secret lover who really wants him dead. <laughs> so all of the spy type of shenanigans going on in this episode was just fun, especially the way in which it ended. And you didn't know how it was going to end, but it got so sloppy and so messy and it continued without anyone being aware of anything and everyone having different agendas. Just just a lot of a lot of chuckles for me. But Mallory is fucked up because she told Manny, look, um, you gonna come in and then pretend to shoot Utney with blanks. And then, you know, my agents are gonna shoot back with blanks. And she's like, mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Manny say they must all be surprised for this to work. Oh, I'm sure they will be. Apparently, Manny's girlfriend insists on preparing for the baby that he promised her one night and she is not letting it go. So much so that she has literally put on the pregnancy suit, even though he told her to leave that shit at home. Mallory really invited the women from the office in case Utney wants to fuck one of them. <laughs> and he tells her or tells him that anyone here is available he only wants the negress and he really was playing with lana's titties like that acting like he was admiring her gun titty all day every day titty all day every day titty i fear every year titty i fear every year titty so much let me touch titty so much let me touch ow cyril stop announcing yourself no one cares <laughs> and i love that lana broke his damn hand but only Mallory understands her weird labeling on painkillers, so she has to be the one to get them because she switched up her Xanax with the oxycodone because she's afraid that the <laughs> the housekeepers or the anyone in her house of any descent that is not Caucasian might steal them because they can't read. That she assumes anyone that is a minority cannot read. Archer can't dress himself though without Woodhouse, who is Karina's date, because <laughs> she changed her name once again. <laughs> and apparently everyone bought a date except for Archer, even Pam. She brought Krieger. So he's really embarrassed about this. Then the one chick comes up to Lana's like, Grab locks? No, I'm allergic to cat piss. Go away. They're so terrible. <laughs> so very terrible. This entire group of people. 
Turbo is given drugs and told about Krieger's groundbreaking research, except apparently Mallory has no idea what he's doing because Pam yells, tell him about the sex robot. I call it Fister Murato, but he doesn't just fist. It's an artificial fetish machine or bean, and he's still learning. Dirty babe. I love that we're just getting these small snippets of Krieger. <laughs> and I'm really surprised that we haven't gotten Ray yet. I thought for some reason he was much earlier introduced, but maybe not. Um, Archer just wants to find any call girl. So he goes downstairs to find uh, one, dialing different names to offset his lie about the day he came up with and then a woman presents herself for the cover story and he don't think anything about it just goes and hits the atm she is also sent to kill torvald torvald is ready to go he has had enough of this isis party but that is until he gets himself a full eyeful of archer's date quote-unquote I love what he was saying when he went out the door because she was like, you haven't even tried the fish balls. There's plenty of fishing at ISIS without your balls. <laughs> Woodhouse just randomly pops in because he's the best. He apparently served in the Zambezian army and they used to eat human flesh calling it long pit. He said he didn't care for it though. Lana is the only one peeping something is up with Manny who recognizes the needle as another Russian agent and Manny wants to kill them all because maybe he's being fucked over. And he's completely accurate about that part. But he does not want to kill Mallory because both agents were strictly told that she's to be left alone. Well, actually, the other agent was not told to kill any of them. So if anyone had to die, it wasn't Mallory for Manny and I can't remember his little girlfriend then you got Archer going help what can I do for you sir I was addressing you as help <laughs> Manny and his delusional baby crazy girlfriend decide to kill them all with poison Cyril really gonna let his eyes wander with Lana right there Mallory slapped her ass when she was breaking his whole collarbone she said release him as you wish <laughs> Pam thinks Lana's hands are sexy and is the only one. And then Carol says they're uh, fingers, Pam, not kibasis. <laughs> it's so rude to her. She's like, can you imagine a time you were not hungry? <laughs> then I was trashing her because she was like, I'm so starving. Used to, I would kill for to eat someone. They're like, no, we we know. Like, he would kill and eat their flesh. So, Archer gets jealous because his call girl is all up on somebody else. So, he tells Torvald to go find an ATM. She is in the bathroom prepping to kill Torvald on Major's orders so that Odin won't get the contract and then he can work with Mallory, even though he's not supposed to be working with the U.S. government at all. Uh, Manny and his girlfriend are arguing still because she left a, a freaking fishball on the rug. He says, why are you so immature? She says, I'm 19. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mallory has a bell which she summons people with and she also used it to ring the nanny anytime Sterling wet the bed. Look how they mess with my boy. The girlfriend was now playing. She's like, I want to kill Mallory the most and that's what I'm going to do. She was not supposed to give Mallory the plate with the poison, but she decided to give it to Pam instead, who of course would immediately start eating. So she saved from death. <laughs> and then we have the needle ready to poison Torvald by pretending that she, well, she wasn't pretending. She was running her hand all up and down his dick. Um, but then he ends up poisoning her by feeding her the poison food because everyone else could smell that it was poison because they was putting like a fucking gallon of the shit in the food. But then Torvald is shot after he said he's going to ruin ISIS by the Germans who escape, concluding at the end of this particular mission that she dates his wrinkled old ass due to her unresolved follower issues. And they both know it. Mallory plants the body because she's like, nah, we is not because Woodhouse is so used to people dying. He's like, I'll fetch a rug. She's like, not my fucking rug. No, I got a better idea. I'm in a feud with Judy Beachman. <laughs> Remember that name. And decides that she's going to plant the bodies in Judy Beachman's apartment as a hooker murder suicide. And for team building, they are all to fire some shots into the corpse. <laughs> so that they're also all accountable and sterling has to leave his gun he said but it was a gift she said oh please no one gives you gifts you fucking bitch why you bully me everyone asking that's why he's always seeking her approval because she ain't never gave it i love when she said krieger you can hear him pouring the gasoline that's all she had to say i enjoyed imagining how this was playing out i thought this was very well done uh, very clever too to just imagine everyone's face as Cyril's just like I don't want to shoot the gun and then Archer calling him a little bitch like look at your shot it sucks and then you see Pam like oh let me do it <laughs> and then you just hear him pouring the gasoline and they're still talking because he doesn't want to give up the gun then she just says Krieger once again there's a fire because he lights the bodies on fire in the bathroom that's trash and she's like yeah I won't Judy to explain this shit to the co-op board then to finish it off with Woodhouse <laughs> being like the smell that takes me back <laughs> like a Zambezi feast <laughs> like no the episode ends with um, them laughing over the name of the dessert and then only Lana and Cheryl, Carol, whoever Karina thinking that it's funny that they just lit two people on fire <laughs> and that is our episodes two great ones in the bag we got feedback let's get to it Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Archer episodes three and four of season one. Um, I will say 
I enjoyed the third episode more so than the fourth. I mean, I mean, the fourth was fine. I just enjoyed the third episode a lot more. That one had me. <laughs> of course, you know, Arthur, they're both, you know, a hot mess. You know, he's at these politically incorrect uh, episodes. But definitely um, number the third one. This one was about um, a diversity hire that um, Archer's mom was calling herself doing. And, um, of course, first and foremost, I'm like, I'm going to need them. They're calling themselves ISIS. (laughs) So I'm like, um, and I'm guessing what that's supposed to be like, just like um, CIA, right? Like a version of the CIA or some intelligence uh, unit, which with the most unintelligent people at the helm of this uh, organization. Um, like I'm gonna need them to look a little bit more deeper into why these um, secret operative, undercover operatives keep uh, dying. <laughs> I mean, if they look closely, they will see that they all got a phone call from um, Sterling before their covers were blown. And I'm like, uh, can you not, Archer, can you, Stop calling these people while they're undercover. Talking about some stupid stuff. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> so that was hilarious. And of course, obviously, you know, they are all minorities in one fashion or another. And then we get the uh, the new guy that comes in, um, Conway. Yeah, I was, couldn't think of his name for a minute. Conway, the black guy. This is the new... Um, diversity hire that of course it, it just it was just hilarious this whole episode was just hilarious between archer it being uh throwing up because <laughs> as the thought of conway and his mom sleeping together um from that to um <clears throat> lana's suspicions of being suspicious of conway and how he just infiltrated every you know the organization then we got oh my gosh carol crystal wherever she's calling herself for the day <clears throat> this woman was a hot behind mess this whole episode as well and i'm like uh, i don't know sometimes i feel like she's one of those um smart girls pretending to be dumb but no on this episode she was uh completely dumb um sleeping with conway talking about she's pregnant after a a day and then take holding a um detergent pen like a pregnancy test i'm like why why are you like this then we got cyril and um man i forget her name is it pam um, fighting over the office that they're not getting. <laughs> so, and we got, Mal- um, um, of course, we got uh, Archer's mom. Was it Mallory? Is that her name? Um, yes, Mallory. Uh, <laughs> she's trying to be a cougar with Conway. And, of course, Conway is like, uh, no, I'm just like, she wait. Like then, this is the locker room. Like, yeah, I I, I gather that from all the lockers in here. <laughs> just the way it was just, it was just ridiculous from start to finish. And of course, Lana, 
Um, that whole thing with her pouncing at the last minute after Archer gets stabbed in the back. Um, I, mean, I knew it was coming. I knew that I'm like, yeah, this is not going to end well. Uh, it was just a matter of in what in what capacity it was going to happen. And of course, um, he tries to take off with the briefcase and his arm or hand ends up coming off. That was gross. But and then there's the other the fourth episode that was about the German assassin that was not good at it, apparently, and had his girlfriend who's trying to is 19. It's like, like, really? So another older, way older gentleman and a younger woman or, you know, age difference type uh, scenario. In this case, she's trying to get pregnant. I'm like, OK, she keeps talking about getting pregnant. Um I don't remember this one too much, to be honest. Uh, they were just trying to get this contract from this guy. And they were just going through these different uh, scenarios, I think. Um, I just remember the guy was trying, was being creepy with Lana. Uh, you know, pretending like he was fascinated by her guns, but was really rubbing on her breasts. And she had to uh, put him in her, put him in his place. Um, what else? Sorry, I watched this, these episodes a couple of days ago, so it's not exactly, like I said, I remember the third one a whole lot more because it was, it really stood out to me versus the fourth one. I just remember them, uh, man, what happened? It's again, it's just one of those series of unfortunate events. They, you know, she's trying to fake something, the mom, the Mallory, and then, they were really trying to do something, and then the blonde girl. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm I'ma just let you do the. I didn't take any notes, uh, and my memory is just not cooperating with me. And so I'll just let you give the gist of it. But like I said, I enjoyed three three more than four. Not that four was bad. I just liked it, liked the other one better. On that note. Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Shy with her thoughts on the two episodes. So we're like flipped. <laughs> I like the other one, or four more than three. She liked three more than four. Um, with the ISIS thing, this show, it, it was named ISIS before anyone knew who ISIS was. So, I mean, it is an older show. It was before... ISIS became what we know as ISIS today. So they did try to make some changes to that later on when it became a thing. But in 2010, it wasn't. It wasn't considered. Like it was, but it, like it was a joke on it. You know, it wasn't considered the threat that it is uh, with the, not prestige, but you know, with the infamy that it has with it. So that's where you're going to go. You're going to hear ISIS a lot. <laughs> so uh, it's not something they were like insensitively trying to do or piss off America. It just happened to be the name of the company they chose. And then it became something else a lot later. Uh, and I'm not even sure if they were making a joke on if they knew even about it's being smaller. That's just me suppositioning. Um, but the the... The, gov the government is not involved with this secret agency. <laughs> not even in 
the slightest. So that they're kind of like private. They're private ops. And yeah. So <laughs> they already had a, a secret spy working for them and didn't even know. And she's got a thing going on with the Russians. So um, it's it, it, they, everyone says Duchess is the best spy ever, but we saw him at that uh, at the room, and he's like, I can't believe everybody fell for it. It seems that he's lucky, and that his mom and he's got nepotism. <laughs> That's been bothering me for the longest of time because on For All Mankind, I said. Um, the wrong word and I meant nepotism and then it's just been eating at my soul for about three weeks now and no Carol really is that dumb I love that you call Cyril Cyril every time I love it <laughs> is that just a you know southern thing or do you just really think his name is Cyril let me know DMV that. And last and certainly not least, let's hear what Queen Mimi has to say. What up, Tina? It's Mimi. This is feedback for Archer episodes uh, three and four. Um, I'm, I watched it um, several days ago, so I'm just going to try and go off my memory. I do remember the episode three was Diversity Hire. I don't remember the, the name of episode four, um, but. I will say that those two episodes had me dying. The diversity hire was uh, Archer getting people of color murdered, uh, calling them, and for some reason they decided to answer the phone and him saying something that uh, the other side, when they were undercover, could hear, and they ended up getting um, their cover blown. So first, what I was thinking about, because I remember you kept saying that Archer was like from the 50s or something like that. I'm assuming you mean like the attitudes are from the 50s. I don't know, because you kept saying that it's from the 50s, but they have cell phones. Now, I know this is like spy stuff, but cell phones back then were pretty big. So I don't know if they even had cell phones in the 50s, but I know when they had them in the 80s, they were huge. So it's not like they, they're just compact and you can pull them out of your pocket. So I just want to ask, like, are you sure it's supposed to be set in the 50s? Because cell phones weren't really a thing. So I'm not really sure. But Archer sucks. <laughs> he keep getting people killed. And I guess ISIS needs to keep up their statistics as having people of color. So they needed to hire a diversity hire, which ended up being a black dude that was also Jewish. Um... And the one girl who keeps changing her names was such such a hot mess. I remember like laughing like she is so thirsty. And then she's like online look, searching for a positive uh, pregnancy test. I was like, she's so dumb. Like how you got a whole ass spy operation and you hire someone so stupid. There's a lot of stupid going on up and down through ISIS. Um, but I just know, I remember that episode being hilarious. And then, like, Lana not trusting the other black dude and <laughs> Archer, like, talking about her, saying, like, what she, she said some, I can't remember the joke she made, but it was really funny. And then they were like, oh, you can't say that. And then she got in trouble. 
and Archer not liking the black dude because he was banging his mom, or at least he thought he was. He didn't want a black stepdaddy that had me dying. And then it was a plot twist. He turned out to be the bad guy. And Lana always seemed to notice when somebody ain't on the up and up. And she, I think she let her jealousy get the best. She was right, but she was definitely jealous that there was another black person that was also Jewish. So he was like uh, double diversity. <laughs> and Archer said something about Lana being an octoroon or something like that. And she got offended. I was like, wow, this man is a damn idiot. Lord have mercy. But he clearly has still has feelings for Lana and he's trying to project it every time he turns around. She's jealous of him. Like, no, I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. You still want her and she has moved on and you're jealous. It's pretty embarrassing constantly. Um, then he turned out to be the bad guy and then he shot Archer or did he stab him? I think he stabbed him. But the only thing Archer wanted to know was, did you sleep with my mom? I was like, man, this this guy's an idiot. The episode was funny. Uh, Lana saved the day per usual. And then the next episode was them at like a dinner party and some Russian uh, cooks. It was a housekeeper to cook. <laughs> and his mom was trying to win some type I can't remember some coveted I don't know contract or something like that so she her plan was to have a fake shootout and she was gonna protect that one guy who was a, a I don't know a chauvinist pig who liked to uh, cross the line and fondle people's breasts Lana was not wrong for breaking his hand he deserved it and like the uh, the plot twist of this plot twist was that the blanks weren't really blanks because it, you know, it wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna be a pretend assassination, gonna be a real one. And the one thing I remember from this episode, because it was funny too, but I like the third one better. They both were pretty entertaining, but the one, the diversity hire was a better episode. Um, was <laughs> when she, when the cook like the old ass cook was like why are you so immature and she's like I'm 19 I was like they they drew her up old as hell she looked old as dirt and she was 19 I was like this is embarrassing you are really embarrassing me because you look old as hell and you're stupid so your stupidity might be immaturity but you look old and you're walking around with this old ass man who could literally be your grandpa and you're pregnant with the fake pregnancy suit on but you're talking about it like you're really pregnant talking about we're not gonna let our baby eat cake we're gonna let it eat carrot <laughs> I don't know why that line sent me but I was laughing for a pretty long time she <laughs> I don't know if it was like the pause and like the the way she said it I don't know something about it had me dying she sounded so dumb but the, the, that whole scene and then it, it turned out the guy ended up killing her or killing that assassinating that dude and then they they like pinned it on I don't know some some person that was the rivalry of uh, Archer's mom but everybody had to have uh, a hand in it so they all could be guilty of it that was that was actually pretty funny uh, 
I like that ending. Um, but like I said, I do. I did like the diversity higher one better. Uh, those are about the extent of my notes. I didn't go too deep. I, I these shows I end up watching just to watch because they're funny, and then I end up taking very small amount of notes. But I did like both these episodes, so I did want to send some feedback. So I'm gonna end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. Damn, I'm over two. That's all good though. Conway Stern was really funny. I think I just liked the wit a little bit more in the second episode and then how the story was more of a story. Because <laughs> it had a, a setup, a middle, and then kind of an end versus, I mean, Conway kind of, but he was just this random person that really got where, as far as he did, because everyone else was being too thirsty for how fine he looked at versus who he was as a person she's like i did a background check that was just a file with folders <laughs> or with a, a file with folders jesus christ now i can't make fun of cyril anymore but um paper in a folder is what i meant to say it probably was newspaper clippings <laughs> and Y'all love memory recording. See, I always watch and record on the same day because it's very rare I would have watched the episode more than even a day ago because my memory just would not serve me. Not even a little bit. <laughs> so even on the rare occasions I do watch something, I have to write pretty in-depth notes if I'm going to watch it a day in advance because... You know, I'm not trying to, you know, write notes on everything, but for the most part, I need it to be fresh enough that I can hit my pointers and then work around. So if, if you gave me 24, more than 24 hours in between, I, I got nothing for you. Nothing. Um, he called them loose cannons to all the other diversity people. He's such a shit. Archer is the worst agent, but he's considered the best agent. And it's not even that because he does cool stuff. But he's not um, particularly thought out. Because she even said, do you ever read the dossier? <laughs> like, I'm guessing you don't know. Like, clearly you're in your position because mama is in charge. And no, I said it was, I thought the show take, uh, had taken place in the 70s or 80s. I don't know where we got 60s. You can play me the snippet. I, I might have said it. I'm not saying I didn't say it, <laughs> but I thought I had said a few times that it was the late 70s or 80s, even if I said it 60s one time, um, because he has the same misogynistic attitude as they had in the 80s. That's not, you know, we still fighting <laughs> to be respected. But I feel like men in the 80s, like we saw, you saw Stranger Things, like it was a little over the top, but the casualness of the misogyny now that is real and we saw it too and um when we watched what was with harrison how he was always sexist it's like those guys like they'll just say whatever the, and then they don't know it's even wrong <laughs> it was like yeah this is what i've been taught in the generation before and the generation before that but um to explain the cell phone and I just went to Google. <laughs> so I was like, well, just let's just settle this once and for all and see what they say. Um, 
yeah actually it goes from different uh yeah it says it takes place in an alternate universe with a mixture of 1960s 1980s and 2000s technology <laughs> so yes there is a mix of the genre especially when you get in some of the later seasons and yeah i was right because many aspects are heavily influenced by the 60s and 70s maybe i did say 60s at some point um, but i knew 70s because i can recognize some of the outfits especially again on later seasons it's very much that vibe and then you have moments where you know i'm in the 80s <laughs> and then you'll bust out and they have a cell phone and you're like what the fuck uh, as you very accurately pointed out but it's done on purpose so i hope that answers your question and octoroon what the fuck is that but it's hilarious <laughs> i need to call someone an octoroon i don't even know if that's a derogatory term <laughs> but i want to make it one <laughs> Wait, it says Octoroon meeting. A person who is one-eighth black by descent. Oh my god! Are you? I just learned something new. That's a real damn word. I had no idea. He called her a quadroon though. <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing. No, no, not a person who is one-quarter of black descent. A one-eighth. So they're different measurements of black... Jesus Christ. Someone really came up with fucking words to describe black people that they needed to give us an eighth degree. What kind of racist shit is that? <laughs> I'm so, someone had to come up with these definitions. And they're like, well, look, you was fucked five generations back by a white plantation owner. But you then married a black person. And then five generations, three generations after that, you had sex with another white person. So you might got two, eight, two to uh to eight. how do you even come up with eighth why did eighth percent be the cut i don't i swear some things <laughs> some things now i can't call people ocarina it's just a funny thing to call people <laughs> because it actually means something <laughs> but you are correct he is constantly jealous and that girl did not look 18 at all she talked like she was 18 but she did not look like she was 18 <laughs> but maybe it's because she's russian she had a hard life or german even harder so there's our feedback for this week if you want to join our conversation blackgirlcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black girl magic <laughs>